0: Black Girl Roundtable. All right. What up is every. Ooh, words are a struggle (laughs) today. What is up, everybody? My name is Dana. (laughs) I'm Jelena. And I'm Asha. Ooh, and I gotta take my time, but this is Black Girl Roundtable. It's been a long day, y'all. It has. Oh my god! Mm-hmm. Listen, I didn't throw everybody off. We recorded on a different day just so we can be on time for y'all because you know, consistency. We're trying, but uh here we are. Um, how's everybody's day been? I will start off by saying that I fell in public. Today, oh no! So oh. that happened. Now you have to move. <laughs> right. Now you have to move for real, for real. Oh. I can never go back.
1: Right. You have to go. You
0: can't go back for at least like a month. Sorry. I can never go back to that grocery store ever again. One day, I think I texted both of you that I hit a curb at a yes. Chick-fil-A, or like I ran over a cone at a Chick-fil-A. Chick-fil- I
1: will never go back. It's okay. The same thing happened to me. I have not been back since. It took me three months to go back to that Chick-fil-A because that cone was like stuck under my core. Like the the people was like, I don't know how you did this. I don't either.
0: And you don't have to tell me that, thanks. (laughs) I'm already embarrassed. Just get it out. Like I'm already on the verge of tears. Like let's talk about it. Like, why would you say that? We've never seen anyone do this before. Alright, thank you. Like, when I hit the cone, the girl who was, like, taking orders on that little, um, keypad thing let out an audible gasp. I was like, oh, no. Alright, bitch. Like, <laughs> yes. So, anyway, I only have a little scrape. I'm fine. Um, but that happened to me. How are you guys?
1: <laughs> do y'all know that, like, Fox meme where he just, like, sitting in the chair, nope. like, yeah. that's right now. Oh. life is life is life and you know we're here right i'm here
2: i'm alive happy to see y'all yeah
0: always always a good time
2: it's another week of being a single mother um uh good has gone off to work yet again uh he's for uh, clarity's I- sake
0: in case that was missed last time asha has a dog and not like a human child <laughs> I was listening to the episode back the other day, and I was like, maybe we should have, like, (laughs) clarified. (laughs) Yes. Um,
2: well, I mean, sure, but I still gotta pick this child up, make sure she plays outside. I mean,
0: I'm I'm not arguing with the level of responsibility at all. That's not what I said, but just, you know.
2: Some, Some folks may be like, hmm, okay, so, no, I'm not a single mom of a, um, I'm not even a single mom, but I have a dog, and, um, yeah,
0: I'm parenting right now. Yeah,
2: yeah, solo parenting. again, I want to just say, single moms, um, salute to you. You know,
0: listen, a baby can't run 20 miles per hour, as Jelena always says this is, this is exactly. I don't think a All
1: baby is not gonna try to say that, that dogs are so much easier than no, <laughs> they don't. Your child has on clothes, and if it decides to go to the bathroom, it's contained. And you can clean it up. I, it, it's very simple. They can, at some point, signal that they're going to throw up. My mm-hmm. dog cannot. They sim-
0: just, it just happens. And then you just sit there like. Tangent one of the episode complete. Um, now that it's done, let's go ahead and just keep rolling right along into what's trending. So we're going to keep it short and sweet. Um, and I think kind of interesting um, and fun. Not funny, haha, but like funny, funny weird. <laughs> I was <laughs> haha, funny weird. <laughs> I did not intend to quote the TikTok, but here we are. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so let's go ahead and start off by um talking about some commentary from an unexpected uh but former fave um of mine, India Ari. You uh, know, so I actually expected this, but I'm a kid. I'm a watch- let <laughs> you. Like not, I mean, uh, we'll get to it. So if you um, haven't heard Essence Fest was this past weekend and the girls had a great time since the release of Girls Trip um, back in the late 2010s. People have really been um, getting more into Essence Fest. They've been skewing to a wider range of Black women and Black womanhood from the younger demographic to the older. And um, to continue to serve that population, both Janelle Monet and Megan Thee Stallion were added to the lineup and brought fun, sex, sex appeal, and just their you know particular brand of Black womanhood and femininity to the stage. Well, not everybody f- was a fan of it. And one India Ari had quite a bit to say about the shenanigans i will read her quote for you she says quote the issue is what is context humanity does everything but does everything belong in a stage no is everything for kids no is everything for everybody no so when we as a culture make something like this it shows a lack of discretion and discernment uh she um, also went on to say that she does love Monet and Megan the Stallion, but she didn't like this moment. So where do we begin? Um, mm. <laughs> I think that this is a classic case of the aunties not staying in their auntie lane. Because I just feel like one Indy who asked you? Correct. Right. Who was thinking about Indy Right. And I say
2: this for everybody. And I think this week is a very much like, why wasn't this in the group chat text week? Like, <laughs> have this with your little hotelist friends. Why we got to hear it?
0: Why why I gotta see it on my on my timeline? It's just it's so many layers to it. Like first of all so many layers. Like- It's it's Essence Fest. And so again, if you have seen Girl Strip, spoiler alert. Wasn't nobody doing anything but having a good time. Don't matter if it's Megan The Stallion, if it's Smokey Robinson, if it's India Ari, if it's Jill Scott, if it's Janelle Bonet, there will be some ass-shaking done at Essence Fest. Number two, it's in New Orleans. What? The bounce capital of the world. <laughs> Honey. Bounce a biggity, bounce a biggity, bounce a biggity, bounce it. Okay. End quote. (laughs) So what you thought was going to be happening at Essence Fest, I don't know. And last but certainly not least, I just, we've talked about this on the show before, but this is a, and we talk about this all the time, how people think they are so separate and so different from the conservative community in the United States, but y'all are literally you know, on a different side of the same coin, because what do children ha- what at what point and in, in any universe do children have to do with Essence Fest? The lineup was released months ago. Right. And you saw Megan Thee Stallion, Janelle Monet, and even fucking Jill Scott on the poster for Essence Fest. In what world did you bring your children and not think we was talking about sex a lot?
2: This is what I'm saying. And first of all, Essence Fest, even in its inception. Never gave kids ever. I was just about to say that. Why was yeah. you bring your
1: kids to Essence Fest? I anyway? never
2: think family friendly, but I think Essence Fest. I just don't. I just don't. I, I, I don't like it. Not everything's for kids. It's not. This definitely wasn't. Correct. Weirdo. I, I don't know why you thought that that was a thing. Like, not everything's for, um, it's like, and not everything is for um,
0: everyone to see. It's not Gracie's Corner Fest.
2: This is what I'm saying. Also, and even like, then, Big Frida was on Gracie's Court. I don't want to hear it. I also don't think that they would have been, if, if it was presented, advertised as a family-friendly event, I don't think anyone, first of all, I don't think certain people would have been on the lineup. Well, even if they were, they would have done different content. You know what I'm saying? Like, but also like, okay. If you don't want to see Megan The Stallion, guess what, babes? You don't got to go to a Megan The Stallion concert or her set. Right now, it, it should be known. And if people are doing this about Janelle Monae, it is kind of like pissing me off because it's like very, very dumb. Her album is called The Age of Pleasure. It's about sexual expressions. what this particular album is about. Next year she makes an album called Let's Do Science. It's probably <laughs> going to be about something. I now need Mariah yeah. the Scientist if you are listening
1: you are, this, this is Get Time to Shine girl. Let's next album. Science. Let's Do Science.
0: The next album is called Black Women in STEM. Love it.
2: If it's called Black Women in STEM, the next show, I want to see chemicals and test tubes flying because that is the marketing for it. You know what I'm saying? Listen,
0: even with Janelle Monae and her three-piece suit era, she was still, it was always given ass shaking music. It was always She's given that it was always given moving groove. Yeah. And so what y'all were listening to, I don't know. And furthermore, if I of. pay money for a ticket to go see Megan the Stallion and she don't shake her ass, then I want my <laughs> money back. I want she my money back. give My money back. That's true. want it, give it back. Because I, I have back. Lie to
1: what and i think another thing people not i think well i'm gonna say people because i know it's other people who probably feel the same way she did mm-hmm. um the auntie demographic is shifting i'm so sorry that i mean sorry to us but yeah she's
0: 30.
2: like Aunt, aunties, are, aunties are shaking ass the aunties that were here now like the aunties in their 40s yes. and 50s and whatever that, even, even in their, like, the younger aunties or the younger... I call them big cousins. Let's call them big cousins, because not everyone's become an auntie. The big cousins and the aunties are, are now in the generation where twerking was really a thing. Exactly. We
1: have a whole freaknik nick do- documentary that's about to come out. You telling me you want these people to be
0: calm and demure? Okay. The people who was in college when Chopper Style came out. They, 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 got, they got kids on their way to college. When Tip Drill came out, that's what I'm saying. When Tip Drill, these are the
2: mamas who were in the Tip Drill videos. These are the new ones. In the back that ass up video.
0: What do you think is about to happen? <laughs> if my mom was in the back that ass up video, y'all would never hear the end of it from me. I, I see
1: some video of this lady who was like, yep,
0: that's me, right? in the girl that's in the, like, the main girl in the front of the video, I was like... It would be my fun fact every time somebody asked me for one mm-hmm. in an icebreaker. My mom <laughs> <laughs> was in the back that ass up video.
2: You know what I'm saying? You have paved the way for me to be a bad bitch. That's how oh, I look. No exactly. Okay.
0: What I ice by my mom is a baddie, so she already know what it is. And that is the mother I strive to be.
2: And that's do what do
0: I'm saying. saying. I do your thing? appropriate thing.
2: And can we just, can we just you know? Can we just acknowledge that she didn't mention, I guess because she wasn't twerking or nothing like that, whatever, but I don't ever hear any of mention Jill Scott in this like little thing.
0: I Jill think Scott it, is
2: vulgar.
1: Jill Scott be over there sucking, sucking the miter <laughs> And we just be like, ha ha, ha look at Jill. She's I game beautiful episode. Like, Air no, peen wait a minute.
0: So bad. And I don't know if we'll get flagged for it, but I think I'm gonna do it. The episode is called "Air, Air <laughs> Oh
2: No, but seriously. But you know why? I think she don't say nothing because but they're from the same era. And if you go if you're gonna talk about somebody from the same era, you best have the same amount of hits. So I'm saying. As someone who really enjoys India Ari's music, particularly from the early two thousands, do you have to pick the loudest toy? The loudest toy. <laughs> yes, she's over there chomping. <laughs> the loudest toy. It be killing me. I have to look on the floor. What do you? Eat? What is in your mouth? It's the loudest toy, Zara. Good yeah, get God. out. That's too funny. She said she was like, "Uh, leave,
1: please, Zara." But yes,
2: Air yeah. Queen
1: and all that had had Trey songs over there making whole songs about it.
0: I, watch, now I've been to a Jill Scott show and even I, be yeah. a little like, oh. It's the,
1: I swear it's the same thing that they be doing with Janae Aiko. They be like, she's so calm. It's so peaceful. Did you hear what she
0: just said? I'm gonna murder you <laughs> Right. Oh
2: she either says, I'm gonna fuck you up. I'm gonna get my bros to fuck you up.
0: Or I have the best pussy out here. When she came out with that song with Summer Walker, I'll kill you. I gotta, I go to jail for you. Cut it off can't i'm not doing none of this no and, and you know you gotta box your weight though but if y'all girls have fun and that's what i need india Ari to do y'all love the summer walker scissor i'ma murder this nigga how dare he do this to me not for me i'ma pack a bag and go but if you like it i love it Ooh. and that's what india Ari needs to do here with janelle and with uh meg right if that's not your, if that's not your stelo, then you just don't do it.
2: But to say that it's going to ruin us as a society, as a community. It's not. Girl. It's not. I can give you five things that will ruin us as a society. Ass shaking is simply just not on the list. It's not even in the top 10. Not right. even in the top 20. It's not on the list. Of the a thousand dumb ways to die, I I guarantee you twerking
0: on stage them. It's on my bucket list. Shout out to um, that the girl on TikTok who I absolutely love, the baddest Mitch, because she got up there and was shaking ass. And I was like, good for you. I was like, mm-hmm. I wish it was me. Do it while you still got the cartilage left in your knees. I'm hoping Meg get me in the next five to ten years before they go.
2: That's what I'm saying. Okay. I'm um, like, I just, Meg, get me before... Before forty, that's
0: all yeah. I have. I just learned how to shake my ass in the last five to six years. <laughs> I'd like to just show them what I got one time. For the and as someone from the from the little booty
2: community who
0: can shake ass, I want to sh- I want to represent us. represent. <laughs> Hold it down. And Meg is an equal opportunity mm-hmm. ass shaking platform. <laughs> I had the plan. <laughs> I had the plan. All I needed was the platform. Listen, I have my choreography ready. Okay? I'm going to start up high, hit him with the basic twerk, the one, two, then bow into the split. Then you hit him with the quake. Then you spin around on one leg, hit him with a tootsie
2: roll. And I'm going to do it. I'm going to like, I'm going to throw it in a circle and go blah, blah, blah. And I'm going to do the, da, 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 the shake where you just like shake it all up. Yep. Yeah. hmm And then mm-hmm. I'm gonna
0: give them the the spirit, the spirit finger thighs. Right. We're just gonna go do to, 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 to. <sighs> India. Do better girl. I wouldn't even say no to some new India RE music if it were to come out, but this whole scenario has just put a bad taste in my mouth. And you are you're already a legend. And Essence Fest is one of the few places where I feel like you would go and receive so much love. And for you to kind of deny that or to shame um, Janelle and Meg for that, because I know that has to be a great place for them to perform, um, right? And to be loved on, like I think Megan yeah. the Stallion deserved that crowd to love on her. Yes, to yeah. have a good old to get paid to party with a bunch of black girls. Oh my God, my right. dream. I was going to say, sign me up. Please. We will be there on the podcast stage in a couple of years. I'm going to just
2: manifest, pray, circle everything. We will okay. be Essence Fest in five years. And
0: so. I'm going, I'm going to say three. I love and that. I said, I said five more
2: less. And, okay.
0: I'm- and I'm going crazy. So just know I'm going to be up there with Meg. Sorry, India. Sorry to that man.
2: We'll see y'all there.
0: Yes, speaking of great quotes, I think that's a perfect segue to talk about one other no other than one of the best to ever do it. Miss Kiki Palmer. if you guys are in these internet streets, you have more likely than not seen the the nonsense going on with Kiki Palmer and her baby's father. So Miss Kiki, as we all know, is a new mother and has that cute, cute, cute little baby I know. and was taking a much deserved break with her girlfriends in Vegas. Um, they went to the Usher residency because why would you not? And Usher came over to Kiki, who was looking great in an illusion mess dress um, with a kind of like little swimsuit bodysuit underneath um, and very politely and respectfully put his arm around her and saying, there goes my baby with her um, and to her because she looked fantastic. And obviously with both of them being in the music, celebrity, you know, acting community, they must have encountered each other at some point. Well, the father of her child did not like this and got on Twitter replying to somebody posting the video and said, outfit is crazy, you a mom to which black Twitter, black Instagram, black TikTok went absolutely insane.
2: Now, Instead- I will I'm going to just start right before you finish I think many people was were hoping and thought that it was a joke at
0: first. I, I thought did. he was kidding and they just seemed like the type of couple that would play with each other like that. Yeah,
2: like banter. Right. That's what I gave. Like banter.
0: Yes. So to to Asha's point and to give people credit, a lot of people was on hold, waiting for him to clarify. It's a joke. We play play for real. Da 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 da. da. And why would he have critiques of her? like this because he has definitely posted pictures of her butt-ass naked or close to it on his own social media before but um no he was very serious and doubled down on his comments saying the following i'm sorry the internet page was loading so first week he said the outfit though dot 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 you a mom then said the following quote we live in a generation where a man of the family doesn't want the wife and mother of uh excuse me doesn't want the wife and mother to his kids to showcase booty cheeks to please others and he gets told how much of a hater he is this is my family and my representation i have standards and morals to what i believe i rest my case end quote so
1: Last time I checked, she didn't have a ring on her finger, so you can go to hell. A, B, I'm I'm just saying what like I said. Stuff like this, I feel like this this not new. Like he had to have given an inkling of something like this at some point in time. Niggas don't hold that shit in, so that's that's another point. C, That's a Usher concert. Like what? What he's supposed to? First of all, I'm really trying to figure out why everybody's up in flames about Usher's, like, in general, Usher singing to people in general, like, talking about, oh, my girl, whatever. I'm gonna tell you right Right now. now, (laughs) If Usher, this is a a once-in-a-lifetime chance. Usher picked me out of thousands of people in this room. He chose me to sing. You're damn, I'm gonna be like Taraji when she was grinding. What?
2: dip it low pick it up
1: slow (laughs) (laughs) what and that is no disrespect usher is not taking me home i'm not going home with like it's fun because i guarantee you if beyonce or meg pull one of y'all one of these niggas on stage they gonna go right up there so what is the difference
0: and i'm gonna suck my teeth but i'm gonna let you live i'm
1: gonna let you live because i'm also mad
0: I'm more upset that
2: I didn't get to go. I'm why? Saying anything. Megan, why didn't you why, pick we, me? We, I'm right here? Like, pick yeah. this nigga. And they're,
1: and they're trying to compare it to that the Chance the Rapper video where he was like get like getting wind on at, I guess it was Carnival. I don't know. And I'm like, I personally didn't care. Me, me. neither. Like I didn't think nothing of it. So it's it's a dance. It's not like he like. He was doing
2: anything with the girl. Like it it was a dance. He made yeah. it's Carnival. Like if you know like, they yeah. mean carnival, that's just how they dance. Is it a little you would get a little crazy sometimes? Yeah, but that's just really the culture of Carnival. So I couldn't even like, like, exactly. like school and she can and if she was whining and twerking too, it just wasn't filmed probably, but it's like
0: Exactly. Literally Why would be- you even be like, "Oh, cool, yeah, babe, go to carnival" if you were not okay with the possibility? You know what's gonna happen. Exactly.
1: So, a, b, sir, I'm so. Well, I'm on like more like de now, whatever. Sir, <laughs> sir, who are you? I'm, and I mean this in the nicest way possible. Other than the, the somebody, they was like, "Oh, that's Drove from Insecure Brother." Damn, that's how. <laughs> That's how I got to know who you are, Kiki Palmer's baby dad and Drove from Insecure's brother. Like, I don't know why you are famous.
2: And if you actually look at his IMDb, his acting credits is from Kiki Palmer's uh, production company. Correct.
1: He, you done bit the hand that fed you.
2: You know what? My thing and my thing is again niggas want to talk about tradition, and they never had nothing traditional going at, like, at all. You have, say wife you have your mom. I'm not talking about him. I don't know if he, but like most of y'all got your mama's last names, live with y'all mamas or your whatever the f- a lot of women are now the breadwinners. It's like I'm not a traditional girl, but if y'all gonna like scream like tradition, 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 like this is fucking fiddler on the fucking roof, you at least need to actually have tradition. <laughs> like that was a deep cut for
0: my theater kids. That was funny. <laughs> On the damn
2: that was funny. That's like
0: that's a... the first song I put on the roof for the show. Tradition, y'all that's be a top tier joke, Asha and I want you to know that I appreciated that. That's that y'all own one today. That and Airpenn. Ooh, what's going on?
2: <laughs> so I'm like, I just y'all really be saying tradition, and y'all do not have no tradition in y'all family, and even if you do fine but like what what a what about tradition a traditional family really appeases to y'all y'all just like to control room, women at the end of the day And the thing is I have worn outfits way riskier way riskier <laughs> <laughs> listen then he he should have gone to uh the
0: Maryland Broth cookout like I did he would have been stunned but if I was in Las Vegas in the in the dead of summer going to an usher raymond concert thank you please be so fucking serious
2: i'm wearing what will get me into the building
0: first of right, all exactly. okay listen kiki looked great okay. he was so cute and i was like what what are, what is he talking about like uh and maybe this is just because i am a part-time thought. I thought it was a very classy outfit for Vegas. Classy. It was it was Vegas classy, which is different than like, you know, obviously we're not going to the Met guy, maybe. We're not going to the president's, you know, White House correspondence dinner in this outfit. Right. right. But to an Usher show, I look like I am a high-class lady in this outfit. I
1: was like, it's not that bad. Like, I've, we've all seen worse. Like I it really that. wasn't doing that much. Like on a scale of yeah. one to ten, it was, it was pretty calm.
2: It was like a five. Like she was chilling. Who was that girl on TikTok? She be singing. I love the one. They're like, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait. A minute. She has said, I hope she has that in every color. I hope she has one with the slit all the way up the thigh and it's blue. I hope she has one with sequins on it and with pearls. I hope she had, like, she just was like, I I want her to have five of that. And different, same. Yeah. I thought it was so cute with the red lip and the foot hair. It was really nice. Was the so cute. little Givenchy polka dots were mm-hmm. so cute.
0: His the problem was that it was Usher Raymond. That's what the problem was. True. Thanks. that's That's
1: exactly what it was we will
0: get back to that because y'all been doing a lot on usher and i need to to say some things because i don't know what it is with y'all hating on usher lately but i'm gonna put a stop to that in a moment but the the other part that i want to flag to what you just said asha was also like even though people like to act like she doesn't have a bomb catalog and is not a great singer, Kiki Palmer also Mm -hmm. does music and does, like, R&B, poppy music. And if you've watched Mm -hmm. any of her music videos, she's worn a lot less. Yeah. Yeah. And looked great doing it. So, again, just where this hate is coming from, it's been a long time since True Jackson VP. I'm going to need him to bring himself to 2023. Let it go. Um, It's also... Sorry, go on. No, go ahead. I was having
2: this conversation with my partner and we'll get to partner relationships a little bit later in this segment. Um, because it's kind of where that this that will go to. Um, but I let him know I just sat there quietly while he was working and I was like um I'm just letting you know after having kids, I'ma still be a bad bitch. Um I'ma still dress like a bad bitch. Um I think you know that I love you. I will always love you. And, uh, well, I'm gonna be me. And, uh, I didn't choose this life. I feel like you saw me like this, um, from day one. And I will continue until I simply cannot anymore. Exactly. And that will not be for a very long time. Um,
0: I'm gonna be so, like Cher. So I just need y'all to prepare yourself. That's what I'm saying.
2: I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be giving you all Tracy Ellis Ross for a very very long time. When I tell you I cannot anymore that means I am in a, I am wheelchair bound. I my mobility and even then, no, can't even say. <laughs>
0: I was about to say cuz if the nur- if the nurses in the home will help me put it on, I'm putting it on.
1: I'm screaming. But that was trying well, to come for Tracy Ellis Ross recently, too. I saw that. And I think it's just like when people like don't, you know, put their whole identity on being a mom, being a wife, doing it like all mm-hmm. of this and like, people just be like oh my god it's just because you can't it's like no um, i just got other stuff going going on like and it's also just like why just because i'm a mom don't mean i can't be cute and sexy and all these other things like why just because i got a baby i can't dr- i can't dress nice no more i could be dressing like this in front of the baby maybe but like or at the kid you know the kid functions but i'm going to a grown-ass event with my grown-ass friends living my grown-ass life I'm going to show me a
0: titty and a butt cheek and you leave know, me alone. If, if we're going to be really honest here and like really dig into it, one of the reasons why I am so on the fence about whether or not I even want to have children, and I'm going to be so fucking for real right now, is because I see the way that a lot of men put the burden of parenthood on women. Mm-hmm. And they are chained to the house lose their entire social circles, are going through depression, anxiety, postpartum depression, and for years, for decades, do not get any semblance of a life back until those children are grown and out of the house. And I have a lot of respect for mothers and anybody who makes the sacrifice. I am fully aware that having children will require sacrifice. But to think about the way some women are forced to give up everything that makes them them to raise kids with men who do not offer the same level of sacrifice Mm -hmm. is so off-putting and is so disgusting that it terrifies me to my core. And I don't know if I could handle that. And so to see somebody like Kiki Palmer very soon after having a child, having the opportunity to go out and to, and to enjoy her friends and a good time is like, think about what that meant to women. And like the great reminder it was to moms that like, Oh my God, I can have a life and still take care of my baby. And for the public for men and for women of all demographics to even attempt to dunk on her y'all are the worst kind of filth in this country and you do not care about women and you do not care about black women and y'all want to talk about the black community and the black family and this that and the third and this in and of itself is a great example of what the problem is y'all don't want women to have their own lives so bad and it's disgusting and i refuse to be a victim and
2: w- and I will also add to that. Um, I think one thing I've loved seeing about Kiki Palmer since she's had the baby is her glow up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And like Kiki was always that girl; she always looked good, but mm-hmm. there's a different glow about her. I think she looks great. It. She looks amazing. Um, and I feel like, and people have said this before, and I definitely agree. And that's what makes it so scary. I think when your partner, even she. First of all, she's always been Kiki Palmer since she was a child. She's always been Kiki Palmer, right? But I think she's entering a new era of grown woman fine, and success, right? And I think, publicly, right? And I think because, and and part of me was like, because I was talking, again, to Raheem, Raheem about this. He was like, why did he, he was like, why would he put that out in public. Like even if he had a problem with it, why did he put it out on front street like that? Like to me, that is what, that that was to me disrespectful part. All in all, I think it was very just nasty of him to like try to publicly humiliate and chastise the mother of his child for that. Like, sir, come on. Come on now. It was just it was that was to me that was the worst part of it all. Like the public chastising, the public trying to publicly humiliate her. Um, y'all, y'all need to stop biting the hands that feed you for it's real. It's the real. only power he had over her. And so that's why he the did it. the only power. And that's really what it is. Right. And again, if I go to an Usher concert, what y'all know about a <laughs> supermodel? You better help that I don't just hold on to him. As he hugs me and I just don't let go. Y'all
0: know my favorite song (laughs) in the world on earth (laughs) to ever be sung by any human being. And this is saying a lot because I love Beyonce down, but my favorite song is an Usher song. And so if I even get the opportunity to breathe in the same like 10 foot radius as Usher, I think I'm going to have a meltdown
1: exactly as you should you need sings- to go, the, the R&B boys need to go back to serenading and, and
2: marinating and you know people because the stage presence is yes. zero and if he sings there goes my baby to me to my face I simply
0: will melt Oh my gosh. And I don't understand why Usher has been catching so many strays lately. Like, it was this situation. It was a situation with that birthday party with him and Chris Brown. Um, It was something else with him a couple weeks ago. And I'm just like, I don't know if y'all are mad that Usher is a classic and is like entering his legend era. But please get the fuck over it. Usher is great. He's another person who does not get his credit for the way he has been able to preserve his career and his voice. Um, and it's just it's just fantastic. And he's doing what the rest of y'all R&B, boys, girls, theys, and everybody wish that they could be doing. So take notes, shut up. Y'all been trying to slander Usher for years and it hasn't worked. <laughs> we love it. I love it. You don't have to call. It's okay because Usher is going to be all right tonight. Um, I think that is going to wrap us up for this episode's What's Trending. We will take a quick break and be back with something you need to hear. What is up, y'all? Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back to it. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast wherever you are streaming so you never miss an update. And it helps us out to make more episodes just like this one. Let's get back into it.
2: Hey, everybody, welcome back. And we are now going to talk about something y'all need to hear and we're gonna you know kind of go back on that wave of like kiki palmer's man is a dumbass. ass um and okay. also i don't know if you saw like the jonah hill controversy oh, about he how what he texted his ex-girlfriend doing? oh what jonah again yes oh, no. so Basically, Jonah Hill's uh, ex posted something that um, he had texted her when they were still so together. Um, I don't know if I can find no, it. Oh, I, I just found thought, it. it was, was uh... like, talk
1: about boundaries. Talk about you shouldn't be taking pictures with no and no bikini pictures, no pictures with male surfers. No, di- she is a professional surfer, <laughs> if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, she is. How is she not supposed to take pictures in a bathing suit? Or with other people in the profession that is male-dominated. What? Make it make sense, Mr.
0: Jonah. Jonah.
2: I was, I was like, he said, like, and stop hanging out with your, with your... What was he Plain he and simple, say?
0: if you need surfing with men... So, it's a list. He says, plain what? and simple, if you need surfing with men, boundaryless, inappropriate friendships with men to model... Post pictures of, To post pictures of yourself in bathing suits, to post sexual pictures, and to have friendships with women who are unstable, who are in unstable places from your wild recent past beyond getting a lunch or coffee or something respectful, then I am not the right partner for you. If these things bring you to a place of happiness, I support it, and there will be no hard feelings. These are my boundaries for romantic partners, my boundaries with you based on the ways these actions hurt our trust." So yeah, so that Which, brings like, me so to gaslighting. Too. Oh, Jonah Hill, I kind of like it's you so, a little and, bit too. That's sad.
2: And he's also wep- he's also weaponizing um, words that we learn in therapy, like Correct. boundaries. First of all, everyone. Yes, and, and let me just make something clear. Every a lot of people do, and even I have sometimes I have to call myself using words incorrectly that I learned in therapy. Boundaries, right? When you set boundaries, you're not setting up other people's behavior you're setting up your behavior towards other people how you want to be treated it's the it's your actions the the boundary is not don't like like don't you ever talk me no no kind of way that's not a boundary that's more of like a i don't know how to put like a threat or, mm, I, don't, I don't know how to put the word into place to tell
0: what I do know you, what is, you're getting it. at like. like it's the you can't use your boundaries to change people's behaviors that have existed prior mm-hmm. to you getting together like this is her right. and especially when it's their career like you can't be like
2: <laughs> I'm a surfer that is my uniform I
0: don't know what to tell you
2: I'm a surfer what mom what do you want me to do what do you, what it's like do? you
0: like dating a male model and be like, oh, I can't. You can't be in pictures with with other women because that's a boundary for me.
1: They, I'm, I'm not like when people, people you date love. with
0: actors and the actor be like, oh, I can't kiss women on set anymore because that's a boundary for my partner. Like, okay, but it's like what you fought with them when you knew you this was their job. Was when you signed but up?
2: Really, but a boundary really is your actions towards how you want to be treated. Like what you will do in terms of how you want to live your life and how you want to be treated. So for example, it's more like, um, I do not like to be talked to any kind of way. So when I feel as though I'm being talked to disrespectfully, I remove myself from the situation. That is a bound because it has everything to do with your own personal actions that you can control. Not how you control other people, but how you control yourself, that is a boundary. So for me, a boundary is if you cheat on me, I'm going to leave because I don't like to be cheated on. That for me is a boundary. My boundary is I want like to be cheated on. Period. That's my boundary. Okay? Those are boundaries. Okay. So this episode we're talking about like the things that the women in our family taught us about men. <laughs> Just going off of that Kiki Palmer thing to be like, what were some things our mothers warned us about? What are some things they didn't warn us about? What are some things they might have taken a bit too long to, and we had to learn it the hard way. And then we talked to them, like, oh, yeah, girl, I went through that. It's like, girl, why didn't you tell me that? Um, And things that we have learned from our, our own mothers and mother figures and women figure relationships. Like, what have we learned? Nothing. Nothing. I was just going to say, not a day. It's, I feel like
1: it, not even just the women, but in a general sense of like the adults in my life, I just be like, I know now not what not to do, right? Like, to like not to say they're all terrible, but like romantically <laughs> terrible. <laughs> like I know what I don't want to be anymore. Like not anymore, but like ever.
0: I. The thing about my family and like the women in my family is I think that a lot of them got in very serious relationships way too fast. And so the only advice I think I've gotten that I've very, very much taken to heart is just to live my life for me on my terms until the day comes that I feel so inclined to get married. But in regards to, like, lessons about relationships, um, not that I think, not that people haven't offered me advice, sure, um, but, like, it's just something that me and my mom, and even, like, me and my sister, like, don't really, we don't talk about it in that way, in the, in the sense that people are, like, willing to, like, be upfront with, like, the mistakes that they've made, and, and be like, oh, don't do this, don't do this, don't do that, um, Partially because it's just not something that they want to offer, but also just, I feel like they know I'm probably not going to take your advice. Um, So not that women in my family haven't offered good advice. Like I'm sure they're, I think it's, it's like you said, like it's, it's been a lot more of like, this is what I don't want for me. Even if it worked for you, this is just what I don't want for myself. Yeah.
2: For me, like, Honestly, the women in my family have taught me a lot. I have a very, very great village of women. Some things I take with a grain of salt, obviously, just because I think I'm a woman of a different generation. Mm -hmm. And generationally, my standards are different. And my expectations are different, I think. Um, Just seeing what they went through. And there's some things that you just... As a a generation before another generation, there's just some things that you can't see because you're still in it. Like, your mind and your behavior are still like low like even if you see other things and you learn from them as a older like woman middle age a little bit older I just think there are some things that they still believe just by nature of their generation that I just simply don't subscribe to and I don't and I think that that's always going to be something and I appreciate my mom and my aunts for being like on some things we think differently and I think it's a generational thing and I, and that's okay you have to live your life and I think she can say hey here were the red flags I ignored or I didn't see look out for this you know yeah um with my aunts as well um and I will say this one thing my mom has always she's said to me within the last few years like leave no stone unturned which I think is very very smart like which you know and again I don't know Kiki Palmer from a can of paint but you know it's my my uh cousin in my head so I don't know if she did this but like y'all really do have to leave no stone unturned you're not going to agree with your partner on everything that's just not realistic um But there's certain morals and values that I have
0: that my partner just must have. Disagreements to me in relationships that make sense are like, do we give our kids an allowance or no? Um, What's a reasonable, you know, amount of household chores for kids to do while they have homework? Not like, how are we going to handle our child if they come out as queer, or exactly. what what is our what are our shared responsibilities going to be when it comes to childcare and things like that? That's not a difference of opinion, and that's where I feel like a lot of y'all get it twisted. Um, and and to that, I will give my parents for I credit for. I do think politically, um, minus a, a, a like a a kiddie's pool worth of like things do I think my parents maybe like not see eye to eye on, but politically they're they're pretty neck and neck when it comes to things like that. It was things that were still big enough to like, y'all should not be together, um, that they disagreed on, but it was never anything about like what type of human beings they were raising, if that makes sense. Like they were very much aligned on like who they wanted us to be as people, just very different tactics on how they would go about it.
2: Right. Like everybody right. in the house is voting for the same
0: people. The the ballots right. are identical. You
2: know, <laughs> okay. Right. We when it comes to like our our thinking in terms of like humanity and how things are done, you know, I think even my parents I would say they were very similar and aligned to that. But I think where they veered off was like in terms of like women. And, you know, how to treat other people who weren't, like, cis-hetero men. And I think that is what became a big, like, a big thing for them, right? Um, And it's still a big Mm. thing for them. Um, And that's one thing I knew that I did not want. That was the one thing I was like, that was something my my mother said to me. She said, you know, one thing I'm begging you to do is to leave no stone unturned. Make sure that this person is going to love and cherish you in the way that you want them to love. And and the only way to do that is to ask questions. Really look at their actions. Let them know what your expectations are. Dating, relationship, marriage. Let them know what your expectations are. Because if you assume... If you assume that this person is just like this because you are in this state of your relationship, y'all are dating, and you think this person is going to continue to be like this, that is not very smart, just to be very honest with y'all. You have to have the conversations and be like, okay, I'm letting you know this is what I expect from you now 10 years down the line, 20 years down the line, blah, blah, blah. You don't have to like come up and like I'm making a list. Like, if you don't do this, da, da, da. Like, but you have to be like, you know what? I ex- this is what I expect from our relationship. This is this is where my morals and values are. This is where how I want to live my life. And if you want to be with me, this is who I am. Yeah. But to kind of piggyback on the whole, you know, family. You know family ties and what our mothers have taught us or have taught us not to do um i want to hear from you all about um some of the like um how can i put this some of the kind of like the basically the lesson that you learned that you didn't know that you learned until you actually physically had to go through mm. it yourself so basically things that you are like Or even like stuff that you went through through, through with your dad that when you got, when you were partnered, you had to get out of.
0: Um, So I love my father dearly. I love him down. Um, But like people say, I talk crazy. I got nothing on my dad. And my dad likes not even gonna say he likes to talk to people crazy sometimes he lets his temper get the better of him and it is something I will give him credit that he is actively working on but he absolutely lets his temper and his mouth get the better of him and we've talked about you got an Aries Black dad I'm so sorry um but <laughs> like if we are arguing they're not leaving the argument until somebody leaves in tears and it's going to be you. And every argument I have with my dad up until a certain point was that. Um, And so in our relationship, I've had to learn how to walk away. And I found myself in relationship with people who have that trait, who feel like they've got to argue until it's like destructive and And I've just had to learn that like, it's not worth it. I'm not going to be that person anymore. And y'all know, ooh, I used to be that person. Um, But I'm just not going to do it anymore. It's not worth it to me. And I don't have to, I've gotten to a point where it's like, I don't have to prove to other people that I'm right if I know that I am correct. Um, And I don't have to if you're so determined to be steeped in your opinion, and I'm determined to be steeped in my opinion, arguing and screaming and shouting is not gonna get either of us anywhere, no matter who's right or wrong. Um, So that's a lesson that I've had to learn the hard way. And I would just, I've learned that like, that's not a situation I wanna live in and that's not a situation I would ever wanna raise children in. Um, And so like, that's a, again, that word boundary, that's a boundary. I will not live in a household where we be screaming at each other like this. I won't do it.
1: I'm with you on that. Very similar to Dana, similar situation, but like my dad has a checklist for things Mm -hmm. for everything. And have I unintentionally met most of the things on the checklist when looking for a partner? Yes. But there are also a bunch of red flags within him that I avoid like the plague so Mm -hmm. that's like one of the things where i'm like unintentionally i'm just like okay i don't do i like unfortunately i have taken on that combative thing where i'm like if i'm right i'm right and i'm arguing you down and i'm trying to get out of it it is a process process. (laughs) especially when it's like if it's something little i don't care but if it's Mm -hmm. like I know I'm right and I know you like it's not even like a difference of a like, you are dead wrong I have to like let you know that like this is why you're wrong And
0: it, especially it's just, when there's like yeah. action behind it I think that's what gets me it's like you're yeah. about to do something that's gonna upset me and I feel the need to like break it down before exactly. you do this shit yep. and it's hard not to and you y'all know I yell I yell like nobody's business. we know done better though. I think i they have apologize. tried. But ooh, and I like to yell. I do. well <laughs> <laughs> I like to yell. I love it so much. But ooh, it makes me feel so good. Talk about feminine rage. That's my picture in the dictionary right next to it. I'd be mad.
2: Yeah,
1: but. I don't, not to say that he had, like, I feel back, I'm like, ain't really taught me much, but not like that. I'm gonna say the one thing my dad has taught me, he be like, you know, this ain't it. Like, this not, this not your whole, your whole life, you know that, right? And I'm like, yeah, I know, but I'm cool. Like, I'm chilling, I'm enjoying myself. And he'll just be like, but, you know, you could go, and I'm like, okay, I get it. There's options in life. So I always, like, kind of keep that in the back of my head, like, all right. If you're new here, I am have been in a very long term relationship, and he just be like, you know, that don't work out. And I just be like, Dad,
0: I know. I that is know. very sweet. I will say, you know, to give to give right. my dad credit. Um, my dad is a very reliable person. He shows up for people. He does.
2: He saved Listen, like,
0: <laughs> Listen, he be coming through. Drove to what was it, three hours to New Jersey. Because I asked. um, And can you pick somebody else up? Yes, room in a Durango. There always is. Or whatever car he was driving. Where you going? And he won't say much to you, but he'll show up. Yeah, so I, I try to replicate that. It's really important to me to show up for my friends and my family. If it's, you know, booking a flight when I can afford it, if it's taking a drive, if it's, you know, making a phone call, just being available—that um, is something that's really important to me for who any for anybody I'm in community with, and I've, I think you know what. And and I've learned that for both of my parents because I think I can see that being something that brought my parents together back in the day because my mom is very much that person as well.
1: Yeah, that is very true. That is very true. And I, like I'll, I'll say, as far as parenting goes, like my dad is definitely too. Well, two things: parenting, it's no excuse for anything. Like you're, if you're gonna be a dad, you're gonna be all in, no matter the really? circumstance. So that is definitely something. Like my dad, they're obviously there for me and my sister, my nieces, very much involved in their life. And that is one thing he don't yeah. play about is his girls. Second, and that is also something that I stand in. It's principle. Like mm-hmm. if, like I, if if I'm I'm going to hold you to what you said. I I am. All you have in this life is your word. That is the one thing my, like, I, you know, being a teenager, you do stuff, you lying, you sneaking around. he be like, if there is one thing that you're not going to do is lie, and what you said, I need you to stand on it, and that's that. And that is something I've always taken with me, like, you said you was going to do this. Do it. Where? Uh, you going to do it? No? Okay, now now we shaky, because you keep saying stuff, you're making promise, empty promises, and I can't do it. Yeah. So...
2: I would like, say that is the one of the, the good things. He crazy, but yeah. I know. <laughs> you know, for me it's I, I would say on like the you know, the, the negative side of things that I'm trying to heal for me right now, it has been um learning to be vulnerable with a partner um and not always and not and just not presenting as like a pretty package and trying to like mitigate all like the not so great stuff about myself I think I had to as a child like I saw my mom and me like walk on eggshells mm-hmm. in, a, in a house where like nobody's perfect right nobody's perfect but to have to like um, kind of be like berated for certain like human emotions and human mm-hmm. actions um, to where I felt as though, like, just instinctively, like, I just felt like in the partnership, I had to hide certain things from a partner to be, to present as one way. And that can get exhausting. Um, it's also a lot of times very silly. Because um, there have been times where I have just broken down and just told Raheem something and thought that he was going to have, like, this big reaction. He was like, mm-hmm. okay. I'm like, that's it. Yeah, we can work it out. Or, yeah, yeah, no, I get it. I understand why you feel that way. Or, yeah, no, that's, it, just, it was just a mistake. Expecting a boom.
0: Yeah. Ooh, right. Expecting Ooh. the boom. Ooh, I think you hit a nerve, Asha. <laughs>
1: Ooh. Ooh. Oh, yeah. I really feel like that's like a generational thing. Cause yeah. I- cuz when i tell you i'll be i'll be there i'm gonna say he like what are you crying about that for and i'll be like well it was important to me and i'm upset about it why would i
2: not be a emo- I- what it was also that it was the fact that i was made to feel crazy for having feelings for having <laughs> emotions yeah
1: have, for ooh. having feelings feelings i don't know if it's a man thing or it if is. it's uh, generational No, memories. that makes
0: me feel better hearing y'all say it because me and my sisters always attributed it to the fact that my dad doesn't have boys and was like very adamant about the fact that like we were carrying on like, which I hate this term now, but like we're carrying on his legacy, et cetera, et cetera. And so, especially with like, I felt like I was their last attempt at, you know, children. um And so I felt like a lot of the things that, you would have like taught your son to do in the house, et cetera. And things like that. Like I was, I had to do that. Um, so, and I feel like that's a lot of why I'm so emotionally guarded now. Um, and I do have a very difficult time being vulnerable relationships is because I'm just like, none of that. Like I wasn't allowed to cry in the house. I wasn't allowed to, you know, get upset, um, you know, I, yeah, yeah, like
2: you, you have big emotions. It's like you couldn't, you didn't have the room um, and the emotional space to feel big emotions and to talk through those big emotions. It was like if you did that, you got in trouble. So you had to.
0: I'm going to give yeah, you something yeah, so you to
2: cry to about. To, right. Triggered. Shrink myself to just not get yeah. in trouble
1: yes that that is definitely it i have to shrink myself so i don't call attention and get or you get in
0: trouble and, and you feel funny. emotions about that punishment and you are in trouble now even more so for having emotions about right. the punishment
2: you have to stay and so i've had to learn now To be able to, and granted, as an adult, I'm not going to cry and stop my feet, right? But sometimes I cry and stop my feet. Sometimes it's needed. It's, hey. Sometimes I just simply cry. And, like, there's literally nothing wrong with that. If anything, it's it's healthy. And that's, I think, one thing that men, y'all don't do, but you still feel it, though. And so you retaliate against your partner or you close in or you or or they they close in and they get real quiet and then you ask them what's wrong They, they like oh i have to be strong for my family that's not strength to me right strength is not you closing yourself off emotionally to me you can't talk to me about your feelings to me strength is if you are heave crying on my shoulder and then you wake up the next morning and 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 live to fight another day that Mm -hmm. to me is strength you shouldn't be saying stoic and letting things just sit and stew or not talking to anyone about it because it's just it's people don't get to know you for who you fully Mm -hmm. are when you're like um i will say one thing i also learned from my dad how, how not to do like to be very honest is the is asking to be cherished like in terms of the whole money thing, I've I've always tried to be like the oh no I got it it's okay or da da da. I have learned that I have. It's been it's been very hard the last few years for me to let go of that, and to, kind of like demand to be cherished, and to be like. It's okay to to, to have my to set my feet up. Take care and of me and be taken care of and not to feel guilty or like i have to like okay now that he does, i have to do all this it's like i want to do things for him for him specifically because i love him but like i don't want to do things because oh he did something for me now so i've I got something for him and if i don't i'm gonna lose my partner like i've learned i'm learning i shouldn't even say i learned i am still learning how to be cherished because i deserve it
0: right humans
2: 18 years 18 years i'm tired of i'm tired with this dog look i'm not even y'all be talking
0: about 18 years to my parents will never be rid of me okay i call my mom every other week (laughs) with a crisis (laughs) called my dad yesterday my car is making a noise can you listen through the phone from Delaware and tell me what this means and you better figure it out I know I'm not I don't got it you didn't teach me that life skill so here we are
1: okay what do I do like, they did it on purpose, just so we had a reason. That
0: time, it. I bought a watermelon down here, and I cut into it, and it was yellow, and did not know that watermelons could be yellow. I called my mom. Oh, yeah. And she didn't know, so we called my dad's mom. <laughs> uh-huh. What? What? What is this? And she laughed at us.
1: Uh-oh. I just love that y'all was calling people instead of Google <laughs> but- that's so old, like like this was making it funnier. Like this all could have been this all could have been figured out in ten seconds if you. Would
0: have it. And when I tell you, until you just said that, it never crossed. <laughs> <laughs> so that funny. is <laughs> just. Like, that didn't even cross Not my even mind. <laughs> thought. <laughs> When I'm cooking and something going left, my immediate reaction is to call my mother.
1: Okay, now that, I, yes. Mommy,
0: I just bought a watermelon and I cut into it and it's yellow, but I bought it today. Is it like bad? What do you mean it's yellow? I'm going to FaceTime you. Boop. Oh, it's yellow. Yes like
1: it's not nasty yellow
0: it's like but it don't smell right and I said no and she was like well don't taste it yet can you patch in grandma like I gotta call my mom tomorrow now I'll be like you know we could just (laughs) (laughs) that is funny wow okay great well anything else to add before we wrap up the segment
2: No, everyone, just, you know, as we always say, be safe out here, you know, keep on healing. We hope that, you know, whatever lessons you've learned uh, from your parents, words or your actions, we hope that you are out here safe and
0: happy. And remember that watermelons can be yellow. So Mm -hmm. with that being said, and they're pretty tasty, um, we will take one more short break and be back with our question for this episode. What is up, you guys? Thank you so much for listening to Black Girl Roundtable. We're going to get right back into the episode. But before we do, please make sure you are subscribed to the podcast and following us on social media at the Bougie Black Girls on TikTok and on Instagram. You can also check out BougieBlackGirls.com for articles, updates and some info on some other soon to come produced projects by the Bougie Black Girls. Let's get back into the episode.
1: Um, all right we are back with our last segment ask black girl roundtable as always hit us up in the dms or you can email us at askbgr at the bougieblackgirls.com but once again we are back to the lawless land of the twitters so let mm-hmm. us begin <laughs> let's do it for the shenanigans it says on memorial day my boyfriend of six and a half years came home with boxes and garbage bags to spring clean our house. Too much clutter everywhere, he said. Weird. Then he said, let's paint the walls white and sell it. I went to a friend's barbecue and told him I'd think about it. I came home to an empty house. He texted yeah. me that the house was foreclosed. I had 24 hours to move and that he's staying with a female co-worker. <laughs> He was in charge of the bills. I gave him the mortgage payment every month. He used my money to set up his new life. What am I supposed to do now? He left his he left his wife for me. He was my everything for so long. Any advice?
2: See, you got me into that how last you part. Get them
0: is how you lose them.
2: You cannot trick me.
0: You how. Well, girl, I, how you get them is how you lose them. I am a firm believer in that. And, you know, yeah. again, circumstances can be different for everybody, but people talk about, oh, I don't have no loyalty to his wife. Yeah, you don't until you his wife.
2: Facts. Right. right. Facts. You, yeah. Well, Carla is a biatch. You fucked around and guess what? You
1: found out. <laughs> However... You know, I have no clue what I would do if I came home and my entire house was like gone.
0: What do you? What are you going to do? Okay, so if I'm offering you like real, like put on your grown up panties advice. Number one, I hope that the home was in his name and not in yours. If it was in your name or if it was in both of your names, you can take him to court for theft, because if you were giving him the funds Mm -hmm. under the guise, you had a verbal contract that he was using this money to pay for the mortgage and he was not, you could probably have a pretty decent legal case. And again, I'm not an attorney. Um, Mm -hmm. You could probably take him to court and get some of your money back. Um, and that's probably where I would start. And um, in, in, in those court proceedings, I would also probably imagine <clears throat> that you could shift the foreclosure over onto his credit and get it off of yours. Um, but again, mm-hmm. I'm not an attorney. So I guess my advice would be find a lawyer, a good one.
1: That's a fact, find a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. somebody
0: who deals on common law marriage. Because...
2: If If I were you... I'm going to be serious and I'm going to be stupid. That's no, all you <laughs> if, can be in this right. situation. If I, if I were you, excuse me, I would, um, yeah, I would try to see what legal actions I can take, particularly if he was just taking your money and kind of just pocketing it. Um, and you'll have an agreement that you would pay him for whatever rent and, you know, you have the paperwork um, to you know, create a case for yourself, I definitely would do that. Um, and if you don't if nothing happens, you got to chop. It's a big, big, big bill, but that's the price of karma. Take that L. You just got to take that L and, uh, you know, charge it to the game. You know? Yeah. Uh, people pay rent all the time and don't get nothing out of it. So it's like, Think
1: of it like that.
0: Not
2: think of it like that. He was just a bad landlord. Sorry.
0: Did you ever? Um. Since we were in the last segment, we were talking about you know our parents. This really reminds me of a song that my mom used to love by Deborah Cox and um, Whitney Houston. (laughs) Same script, different cast. No, I I just love them so much. But yes.
2: Well, i'll I'll give the I'll give the stupid. that I would do so if it was me and I was like you know not in my right mind all the way um, I would probably uh, find out where he lives and uh, act as if I am a ghost and I would play haunted house with that whole junk. and it would start off small it'd be like we are not home the TV's just gonna shift to the side a little bit
1: that's, that's hilarious funny. I would literally pay the, the biggest and scariest person I know to like follow you, but not follow you enough to like, for you to be able to call the police, but like just enough at a distance that you'd be like, that man is everywhere that I go. Now that situation involves a little bit of crazy because I'm giving you not like small, rent, I'm giving you mortgage payments. So that's minimum, like, Fifteen, sixteen hundred dollars at minimum.
2: But also, also, I'm giving you payments that could have gone towards my credit.
1: Like I'm hoping that it wasn't like, like you said, it wasn't in her name. But it's not even like, okay, you just pocketed my money and you spent it on something dumb. You just spent it on the next chick. Like now, I really gotta ruin everybody's life because
0: that's like you didn't took my money. He did the same thing for you, so it's like somebody who wholeheartedly believes in revenge. Some of y'all take it too far. But I just feel like there is a a legal and acceptable way to get revenge on people, and if that opportunity presents itself to you, take it. And maybe like, oh, it doesn't make you feel better. Says right. who? Right. There's there some. There I has look back and. Never <laughs> been a Do you time hear me? That I have gotten revenge and be like, oh, I shouldn't have. Don't feel that way. Nope. It felt great. Where Jasmine Sullivan be like, oh, I bust the windows and it didn't mend my broken heart. I think I got a couple stitches out of that. We we are on our way back together. Because I feel great. That's it. I got real cozy in bed after Ooh, that one. Still like a baby. Sometimes I still chuckle. Think about the revenge that I've gotten right. on people. <laughs>
2: Yeah, we're quick. Like, hmm. Remember that.
0: <laughs> People talk about how, oh, can you be friends with an ex after I get revenge? <laughs> yeah, we could. Be, yeah, <laughs> why not? <laughs> because I got you. <laughs> right, good times, great times, great gowns, beautiful gowns. Um, I think that's where we can end the episode. Um, as always, um if you guys enjoy the episode, please make sure you subscribe and leave us a rating wherever you are watching. It really helps us out, especially for our Spotify listeners. Some people being shady on there with their ratings, guys. So help us out, help us boost a bit. Um, it's not bad. We're just, you know, perfectionists. Um Make sure you check out bougieblackgirls.com, which, as of knock on wood, the time this episode is being released, um, should be up to date, running, and ready for you guys to peruse with our bios and information, as well as some articles and other content you can pursue. Mm -hmm. And that will be consistent throughout the rest of the year. Peel, peel. Been working very hard on that. Um, And yeah, follow us on our socials, and we will catch you guys next time. See you later.